Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. And England win on penalties. History in itself for this new team. New territory. The last eight of the World Cup. And who knows where? I want to talk about England's kind of World Cup heroics back in 2018. I want to talk about the uh, the penalty shootout win, which is one of the greatest moments in England's recent history I can remember. A man who brought so much laughter to so many. In the end, it appears Robin Williams couldn't conquer the darkness that overwhelmed him. The star was pronounced dead at his home in California. I always thought that a celebrity death just couldn't affect me because I don't know the person until Robin Williams died. Ladies and gentlemen, I am officially running for president of the United States and we are going to make our country great again. I just remember having this like huge feeling of dread come over me. Like I, I just remember thinking, now Trump's in, he could just press the big red button. Michael Jackson suffered cardiac arrest this afternoon. He was rushed to UCLA Medical Center. I once went to a Q&A um, with a guy called John Landis, who's a film director who directed the Blues Brothers. And he directed the Thriller video. He directed Black or White, I think, as well. He said people would see Michael Jackson in the street and just faint. What? Like, just from seeing him. Jack Mate's Happy Hour. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast. I'm joined by my good friends Stevie White and Robbie Knox. Lads, how are you? Dreadful. Why? Good. I was going to say, are you, are you saying it's good that I'm dreadful? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy because Stevie's sad. <laughs> Why are you dreadful, oh, Stevie? I've, I've, I've already texted you about it, but I've had one of the worst days of my life and it's only one o'clock. Oh, okay, all right. Well, well, I've, well, Robbie, don't, right? Because I, I know what's, why he's had one of the worst days of his life. And go on, explain it, Stevie. And, but bear in mind that you did just describe this as one of the worst <laughs> days of your life. So go on. I've had a good life up to this point. So this is a bad day. Um, I, I woke up nice and early um, and... I had quite a restless sleep, but felt all right. But I turned and noticed I'd knocked my phone on the floor in my sleep and the screen has shattered. So that was a good start to the day. And I looked and it's a £300 repair, which is brilliant. One of the worst days of your life, yeah. Yeah. And then I went to go and give blood because I'm a really good person, as Mm. you know. And um, the woman struggled for five minutes after putting a needle in my arm to actually find a vein. So wriggled it around for a while, mm. um, which hurts quite a lot. And then pulled it out and went, I can't find it. And then proceeded to say, um, now that you've got an open wound, we can't actually take blood from you. What? Um, so you're going to have to wait two weeks. That's bizarre. So I walked for 40 minutes to give blood and mm. then couldn't actually do it. Oh, and I missed a delivery whilst I was out, which I don't know. <laughs> so, none of that equates to being one of the worst days of your life, surely. I've lived a good life. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, wow. I mean, yeah. You've got some You've got some absolute horrors coming up in the future of life. <laughs> that's bad day is. Because it gets worse. All of that happened within the first two hours of being awake. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, why can they not take blood um, if you've got an open wound? I don't know. She just, she didn't really explain it. She just handed me a little, hold on, I've got it in front of me. Oh, maybe, maybe it's because obviously if you've got an open wound, like you're prone to infection, that can get in the blood. But, Possibly. But if she's just made the wound, you could be like, look, 
you've just done it. Like if you take the the blood now, the chances of me getting a, an infection between the time you just cut me, which was now, and the time you take the blood, which is now, is is very minimal. No. So Possibly. why is she cutting you? Why? How bad is she at doing this she's not, to cause she's a wound? A, she's put a needle in my arm. But um, I guess she then have to go over to the other arm, maybe, that I don't know. But she just handed me a little uh, leaflet which says arm care donor information, which is shit because you open it and it says, thank you for coming to donate today. And I couldn't even fucking donate. So <laughs> why, can't, why, can't, why couldn't she find a vein? Oh, I don't know. I all your hero- years of heroin abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to the topic today. Um, we we were discussing in the group chat uh, what we could actually do, and we've we've kind of. I thought it'd be a good idea to discuss um, where we were in kind of big moments in in modern um, modern history. Is that the right? term like sort of like big 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 moments in in recent history they say um okay. so i've come up with a jingle i think the jingle will explain the the concept more than i've i've just butchered the description so here's the uh, here's the jingle get involved after i do it obviously you're not just going to know it straight away uh <laughs> Uh, whether on your own or chilling with a friend i want to know where were you when Right, we'll do it again, and you boys can get in with the where were you when. Whether on your own or chilling with a friend, I want to know where were you when. Where were you when? Because <laughs> of, of the delay on the, on the programme that we used. That was the absolute shittest jingle I've ever... Should I try one more time, and we'll purposefully go slightly earlier? <laughs> yep. Honestly, I was kind of thrown because I thought you were going to play a jingle, not sing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that kind of production quality, Robin. Yeah, whether Katie on can your... add one. I'm doing the jingle, Stevie. Whether on your own or chilling with a friend, I want to know. Where were you when? Where were you when? Oh, God's sake. Right, anyway. When to go. Basically, we're going to go through some of the biggest, the best, and the worst moments in modern history. We'll discuss each one and see if we can remember where we were when they each happened. Um, feel free to think along at home <laughs> think along at think home. along yeah, inviting people to think right um some of the some of the um the moments are, are, are tragedies as well so it's not going to be all light-hearted but um i think i think they'll be easier to remember where we were when the bad stuff happened we'll start with one of the worst things to happen well i the, the... <laughs> start of a podcast <laughs> start with one of the worst things to happen well we already have haven't we yeah. we've started with the worst day of my life we had to give so... it yeah, Where fun. were you guys when I smashed my phone? <laughs> God's sake. Uh, 9-11, September the 11th, 2001. But our, Fiona and I were debating like what what is like been the biggest kind of like world tragedy to happen in, in our life. And I think I think 9-11 would be mine. Would it be yours, Robbie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think on a, on a sort of one-off day, I think. Although if you look at the number of people that have now died from COVID-19, it's much bigger, even, even in New York. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Actually, I didn't think of it that 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 kind of angle. What what were you doing when when the towers fell? Do you remember? Yeah, I was in an edit suite at Sky. Um, oh. working at Soccer AM, and, and we had there's a little telly in the corner. I watched it there. I don't think I really understood how serious it was at the time because mm. a few weeks beforehand, someone had flown a like a a light aircraft and hit a building in Milan. Oh, and but like not not a terrorist attack. I think someone was just rubbish at flying. I think, right. and so I thought at first a similar thing to that had just happened. It rears mm. a sort of a terrorist element to it. And after yeah. the second one, I was like, "Oh, this, this is yeah. a bit suspicious here." Yeah, I, th- I think when that when the second one went in, that was when when people really started to like obviously freak out because the first one. Uh, I mean, unlikely, but it could have just been, like you said, bad pilot. Could have just been like an like an accident. But when that second one went in, it was just it was just it, that's when it all went a bit mental. Where were you, Stevie? Uh, well, we were eight, weren't we? So yeah. obviously quite young. I, I my main memory of nine eleven is um, obviously I don't think I could understand it too much as an eight year old, knowing quite what the impact was. But the way I kind of knew how bad it was is it's it's quite a strange way of knowing. But I was really good friends um, with a boy in my school called Trent and his whole family were American right. and they were just distraught and torn apart from it. So I knew he took some time off school and then when he was in, like he wasn't the happiest after that. And he was a lovely boy. 
um yeah. so i could kind of see through him how much it actually meant but yeah. personally i just thought it was a obviously a fairly big event but it couldn't affect me as an eight-year-old mm. I, remember, I didn't really think too much of it I, I i had a day off school that day i remember it really well i don't know well obviously it sticks in my brain because it was a fucking massive event but um i i had the day off school i think i was ill and i remember my do you, have you guys ever done um these like like i don't know what they're called they're like sequin art so you get like a pin and you put it through a sequin and you push it into like a felt board and each sequin's a different color and it makes a picture do you know what i'm on about no you know i, I think that? i know what you're talking about as a like a school thing rather than you didn't do it in your own time no i did it in my own time okay yeah that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> no yeah it's like a yeah it's called like sequin art it's it, it, it's quite good for, for for young kids and that i think it's quite fun but i was i was in bed at home and i was doing one of them and my nan came in to my room she sat on my bed she had to like give me like a serious chat about it because i just didn't un- didn't understand what it was but um yeah pretty pretty fucking mad pretty fucking mad and then i traveled to uh america two weeks after that which was a bit crazy i think it was Did like two, two or three days no, I don't know how how quickly they opened up, like because all, obviously all the um, American in, uh, flights going to America were, were were stopped. But I think shortly after that, yeah, we I had to travel to America, where people people say to me now, like, oh, like that must have been scary. But I think that was probably when security was probably peaking after that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Mm. Although there were sort of a few things going on, wasn't there? There's was that shoe bomber bloke after that, and. Was the guy tried to put, there's a guy who tried to had a bomb in his shoe. I can't remember his name now, um, and tried to set it off but failed. Really, a, I don't remember that. Don't remember. Yeah, there are a few little things, security alerts after that, and a few little, little things on. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it is a safer time. It's weird that like how different it was. Like in America, not I don't think over here, but in America before nine eleven, you could people could like walk up to the gate to say goodbye to friends. Right. If you're doing yeah. like domestic flights in the in America and that, it wasn't you could just wander around an airport. But now bad, obviously there's a very, very That's, precise barrier. You yeah, you can imagine it now. Security is so so tight. Let's move on from that and go to um an, another American moment when um when Obama won the election, which was obviously big, big, big news. Um Robbie, where were you when when Obama won the election? I was in New York. Which is oh, awesome. Wow. So I was out. I was out there visiting um, a couple of friends um, with my wife as well, and we obviously wanted Obama to win because we were <laughs> mental. And um, <laughs> we were, we were. This guy, I know, we, we were in a, some kind of went some members club with this guy I knew's brother or something like that, and they were all like, I think, money brokers or big sort of financial Wall Street people. Mm. Uh, so they obviously wanted John McCain to win because they. Selfish, <laughs> way, um, but so they were. So they, they, they were. So they were like the only people in New York who wanted John McKay to win, and we were just drunk in this members' club, and it became obvious that Obama was, um, was was going to win, and they all got a bit annoyed. And they'd all got they went home by about ten, sort of thing. So, um, Bev and I just went across the road to this like proper dive bar type thing in, in in this proper New York dive bar thing with a few just proper alcoholics to buy the, just sat at the bar just drinking and, and like really sort of, you know, the kind of place like on a TV sort of that you see, like a guy yeah. just ordering whiskey after whiskey, that sort of stuff like that. Amazing. And it was amazing because they had that on the telly there. And when he came out to do his victory speech yeah. sort of thing like that, everyone's going, should be quiet, be quiet. Just It was amazing. Just everyone just sat around watching it in a bar. It was brilliant. Absolutely what brilliant. What a moment that is to, to witness yeah. that big American history in America. That, yeah. Is, uh, this is probably a very um, stupid question, but I, I don't really know like states and stuff like that. But like when, when New York, were they kind of like predominantly Obama then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did, did, did he did he win by by a landslide? I can't remember. I think I don't think it was. It wasn't tight. It wasn't like that time when there was, um, what do you call it? Uh, where they were having to recount or anything like that with with some of the George Bush ones. I can't remember to be honest uh, how much yeah. he won by, but it it, it was there wasn't. There was no doubt about it. I don't right. Think. Yeah. This was this was two thousand and eight. This was so Stevie. We'd have been 
would we have been? 15. 15. 15. So you... weird that you were kids when... Like, it's so yeah. weird that you were eight when um, 9-11 was, because I was at work. Like, if, yeah. Weird. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. What, 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 what were you doing, Stevie? Do you remember? Because I'll admit now, I, I, I don't remember it really, and I wish I appreciated how big of a moment it was, like, looking back, but I, 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 I just don't. I remember Obama running for the second time when he beat... Mitt Romney was it? Uh, yeah, I think it was Mitt Romney, wasn't it? He beat, yeah. beat him. Mitt Romney, by the way, is the most American name ever, isn't it? Mitt Romney. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty American. <laughs> That's mad. What were you doing, Stevie? I'm exactly the same. The only memory I don't have a memory of the exact day it happened, but I just remember loads of people at my school buzzing over it. But then I was just like, it doesn't really mean much to us. Again, I, I think anything American in my mind is a bit like it doesn't really affect my life. Yeah, but what, all right, what like, about Trump then? Well, that's just, uh, I just found that comedic rather than um, it affecting. I just thought that was a kind of funny situation, couldn't believe it. But then we kind of trumped him after that anyway, didn't we? What, what, you, what you found it funny when, when, he, when he was announced the winner? Well, it, it was just like a comedic moment, really, for English people. Like, we looked at it going, how the fuck has that happened? But then we did Brexit and got Boris Johnson in, so we followed suit. <laughs> I remember this was this was 2016. So at the time when I was in Manchester when it was announced that Trump was had won the election, and I remember the night before st- trying to stay up to to watch it when all the votes were coming in, and I remember Twitter going mental. Like, ah, uh, like, so obviously I'm not a b- big like politics head guy. Like, I, 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 I don't really know what's going on when the votes come in some people can almost judge it can't they and be like oh like they've won this state which means like they have a 65 percent chance of winning i was just like i've got no idea but i remember twitter absolutely but not buzzing but like going mental over over trump's potential um but no actually no that's that's all bullshit because wasn't no it was the other way around wasn't it hillary looked to be winning it for a long time isn't that right robbie I can't. I can't remember. Well, Hillary had more votes, didn't she? Right. Yeah. Even no. overall, I think she she got the more votes, but based on areas, he's the one who won it. I know it was I, something quite strange about it that people that pissed people I, off. That's how I remember it. I was in a hotel room in Manchester. I was about to go to sleep. Hillary was winning by quite some way. I think all like the the southern states and the more Trump states hadn't been announced yet, but it looked like Hillary was going to win by a lot. So I went to sleep, and I was just like, I can sort of like sleep a bit easier now i know she's like the lesser of two evils but still and then uh and then i woke up put the put the news on straight away saw that trump had won and i don't know why whether or not i was just sucked into kind of like the media and stuff like that but i just remember having this like huge feeling of dread come over me like what the fuck is is like gonna happen in the like in the world now like i i I just remember thinking now trump's in he could just press the red, big red button. I literally just saw him as like this Doctor Evil guy that's in charge. What about you? Well, I, it was a weird one for me because I had a tweet that did really well because of it. So, <laughs> right. right, so I did. The, I had a tweet during during the night. I woke up in the night and I thought I'll turn on the television about four in the morning or something and watched it for a bit. And I did a sort of tweet. Um, I had a few a few tweets. One of them, one of them just said it was something like. Um, uh, typical America, we do Brexit and they have to go bigger, right? So it was, <laughs> it was a, it was, a, I thought it was a good tweet because it wasn't something that would annoy anyone. It wasn't like anti anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just a sort of acknowledgement that it was a bit mental. And I went back to bed and I got up and this thing had gone a bit mad and and was going around. It was picked up in all those, you know, those best political tweet articles in BuzzFeed <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it got to mid afternoon and I got like loads of messages going, "Robert, you're on the news." And this tweet was like, people were saying your tweets on the news, right, on BBC News. <laughs> so I went to BBC. I thought I'll rewind it. I thought, all right, so they must have done like a collection of yeah. like the, the the funniest tweets of the night or something like that. But it wasn't. Yeah. They had like three tweets about the election in this thing. <laughs> one of them was from like Lord Ashcroft. One of them was from me. And one of them was from Donald Trump. So it was like, <laughs> I, it's like they went, well, but he's, let's put Robbie up as the official other side to Donald Trump. So, it was a bit weird. Here's what Trump from Soccer AM had to say. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was after that. It was, it was after that. It was like this sort of slightly weird 
before I was doing YouTube or anything like that sort of thing, yeah. so I wasn't really doing any anything in the public eye. So it wasn't like anyone would know who I was. It was just like yeah. a random. This is a random bloke who's written a tweet that we like. Yeah. So yeah, that was weird. That is mad. Um, what What were your initial feelings towards him winning? Like, what were you Were you worried? I I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't think there was going to be a nuclear war, but right. I thought. Um, but I, I I I was worried for. No, I, I worried for probably the wrong word. I was concerned for people who are vulnerable in America and who might be like like sort of Mexicans and people like that sort of thing, or people who might get come on the wrong side of his policies if you know what I mean yeah that makes sense certain minorities perhaps yeah maybe. I'd say yeah. So. but I mean it's 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 weird these sort of big political moments because the other one um the big one and this will be going back um to when you were very young was mm. like when I grew up it, we had a conservative government Margaret Thatcher was prime minister when I was born I, I think um mm. and I had that all the way through my childhood we had one government all the way through and it was right. when i was at uni that new labor came along and whatever your sort of political persuasion by the end of sort of the tory government at the time there were quite a lot of people that everyone hated yeah like michael portillo and all things like that and then that was a sort of weird night where labor destroyed them michael portillo lost his seat and all that that was a really sort of weird night because it was the first time there'd ever been a change of government in my entire life Oh really? Like, wow, this is this is really weird. Yeah, that was a what, what year was that? Thing, ninety six or ninety seven? Oh I'm yeah, I've got I've got I've got no idea, no idea. Yeah, but um, as, as far as political sort of big big moments go, I think in my lifetime, Trump winning the election and um, it being announced that that uh, Brexit had had won. Where were you when you when you found out that? I was at home. Yeah, just just at home. What about you, Stevie? Were you anywhere special? Um, I was also just at home. wasn't wasn't the most exciting day. I, I, <laughs> You'd have been I, cracking out the champagne though. If you have any any less French people, <laughs> there, wouldn't you? I, I did. I did hear. I do remember hearing a lot of fireworks that night, and just thinking, why are people celebrating this? I I was at um, Glastonbury Festival, the 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 first and only time I've. I've been, and I remember. I remember the mood being pretty somber there. But then I, I'd imagine it, 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 it would have been because it's quite a, yeah, quite a le- le- left wing festival. Would that be right to say? Quite a liberal f- festival. Yeah, yeah. Do do I've said this before, and feel free to shoot me down as you, you, you're both a bit smarter than I am for sure. But do you <laughs> think? Uh, do do you think? Um, because I was an I was an idiot. I'll hold my hands up now and say I I, can, I just didn't vote. Like I know that's that's pretty shit to admit um, for someone who feels so strongly about staying in the EU. But I um, I didn't vote because I was literally at Glastonbury Festival and I didn't register to do the postal vote thing. Now I said to Fiona once, "Do you think that part of the reason why the vote?" was when it was is because they knew that like a hundred thousand kind of like probably liberal people are going to be stuck in a field in the middle of nowhere like do you think that would have had anything to do with it or not uh, i i couldn't imagine yeah. so like that I, that's a bit far-fetched i think i think young people vote less than old people don't they i mean in general yeah. i mean i mean i i mean that is a reason why pensioners sort of get whatever they want <laughs> it's because they they're the ones who always go out and vote <laughs> <laughs> yeah true all right well uh we'll, we'll lift the mood a little bit now um and we're going to talk about something i don't doesn't really affect you robbie as i know you're a scotland fan but um let's talk about i want to talk about england's kind of world cup heroics back in 2018 i want to talk about the uh the penalty shootout win which is one of the greatest moments in England's recent history I can remember actually fucking winning one of them bastards and uh, the <laughs> and the uh, the quarter final day against Sweden which was an incredible day we will also just skim over the Croatia semi-final loss but Robbie what I want to know first of all before me and Stevie give our, our our perspectives what what was it like for you because you you support Scotland don't you yeah I do but I'm not I'm not a anyone but England, Scotland fan, having lived in England most of my life. Yeah. So I um, no, I, I, I want England to do well because it's a much more exciting place during a World Cup when England are doing well. Do you know what I mean? It's that, that, that sort of thing. Yeah. 
I, ideal situation for me would be for England to get to the final and lose on penalties to Germany. But, <laughs> but, but I'm happy to accept anything in between those two spectrums, yeah. Well, so hang on. So if England did realistically get to a World Cup final against, yeah. like, oh, let's say Germany, you wouldn't want them to win. Now, I'll tell you why. Because I always start this tournament um, wanting England to win. But right. I've learned over time that what happens is, by the time you get to knockout stages, it's not enough for England to be winning. They have England fans have to be telling me how shit Scotland are as well. And it's that, <laughs> it's that thing that goes... And I remember in, um, uh, in Euro 96, I remember um, going to the pub with an Irish guy for the England... In Germany, was it? Yeah, wasn't it? Uh, right. The, the semi the penalties there, and at the yeah. start of the game, we were we were like, oh, no, we we definitely we want England to get get through and all this and and, and do well and all this." And by the end of it, we're like, "Hey, Germany!" <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that'd be. I mean, if if ever in England is nice to me, then I'm happy you to win it. But I know you won't be. I know what will happen. I know you'll get you'll get a bit giddy and you'll start saying of Scotland. Actually, I I recall um, during England's decent run in 2018, uh, um, all the other sort of nations with Ireland, Wales, and Scotland, um, all, all, all you lads and, and ladies were changing your um, Twitter profile pictures to the nation's flag of whoever we were against. I wasn't. Don't love me. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was that was a massive thing on Twitter, and I just didn't get it. Like. Just because your team's not even in the competition, why are you that adamant that England can't win? It's, it's, <laughs> like, football banter's very, very weird because I've said this before. I'll say it again. Like when West Ham fans take the piss out of Tottenham for exiting the Champions League, that absolutely baffles me because West Ham never even qualify for the Champions League. So how are they in a position to go, ha ha, you, you just lost in it? Because it's like, like I, again, I'll, I'll reuse a joke I've used before, but it's like taking the piss out of your mate for being dumped by like Margot Robbie. It's like, well, you've never even dated her, so like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the banter there. So when, well, when, that, when that is when, literally just someone looking for happiness in someone else's downfall. <laughs> That's you've that, just summed up football, though. Well, I've just summed no, up our no, friendship no. as well. The whole concept's weird, isn't it? Like, ah, the the people I randomly decided I liked the best when I was ten beat the people you randomly decided <laughs> you were ten. Yeah, we have literally no input on the game. It's mad. Yeah. Where, where, yeah. Where, where, Stevie, do you, where were you when the when England won that that famous penalty shootout against Colombia? I was in the sweatiest pub I think I've ever been in in my life. Oh, um, I was I was given the day off work. I requested that I didn't have to go in, and my manager was a delight and said I didn't have to. Big up Liz. Um, and then we <laughs> we um, we trounced around for a pub to go and watch the gaming because it was impossible to find anywhere that actually had seats yeah. with reasonable view. Yeah. Um, and we found this pub, and we had to get there about an hour early to actually get some seats. And yeah. they, their aircon was broken, and we were all oh. just in there pouring sweat. And I specifically remember that game because I remember moaning about how dirty they were as a team. Yeah. And then all I yeah. could see online is like their fans saying how bad we were, and I found that a bit mental. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's not even from a place of being biased. Like they were, they they were right, disgustingly yeah. dirty. Yeah. I see, and Robbie says that, and he doesn't even support England. So, fuck you, Colombians. Fuck yeah. you. I, I remember. I remember. I didn't say, that... I didn't say fuck you, Colombians. Just to be clear. <laughs> I, I remember having a lot of hatred for Yerry Mina as well. Yeah, yeah, because he was just scoring loads that tournament, wasn't he? From centre, from centre back. Is he the one that equalised as well? Yeah, and and he, I remember him just being really dirty. Like it, the whole game just bothered me. But yeah. then winning is obviously a positive. But by the end of that, you couldn't get to the bar to get a drink either. I remember some places were charging entry just to go and watch the game. Yeah, but I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Like I, I was watching it in the Murderers, um, which is where I watched every one of England's games. Um, and the when they equalised in the in the last minute which was so England wasn't it it was so so England I um I was almost in tears I, I I get so sort of wrapped up in the whole World Cup 
And uh, but when when we did when we did win, um, I got carried out by a load load of um, random guys, but in a good way, not like carried out. <laughs> Get rid of him. Okay. No, like I jumped up, and because you couldn't move, there was no space. Uh, someone was just lifting me. I ended up just making my way out of the pub and just absolutely going mad. And then, obviously, that moment I think was only topped by the quarterfinal win against Sweden, which I think fell on a Saturday, did it not? It was definitely, uh, yeah, I think I it was. Remember. It was definitely a weekend day because I was I was camping. Um, yeah, with uh, we went. It was this thing called Dad Camp every year, where we, me and a few <laughs> friends, go away with kids. No oh, amazing! Wives, so did like you? Did, so you didn't watch it then? I know we watched it. We went to a pub and the kids just sat in the corner while we watched football. And got drunk. Oh. Yeah, it was on a Sunday. Yeah, that's that would be right. Yeah. yeah, it was a Sunday. I've just had a look. Wow! It, it, it's see when I think of that now, I just. To, for me, that's a Saturday, just because it would have been one hell of a party. Like you were, you wouldn't. So it did, I, mean, I would have thought like it was a Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, any day England won was a Saturday. Yeah, when we won, when we won that, and we was in the first semi final since 1990, mate. The oh, Norwich was like absolutely pumping. Like every, we was just walking down the street, just dancing with random groups, like police officers. Like there was um, some lad who lives in this like top floor f- flat that we walked past. He had a fake World Cup trophy and he was just hanging it out, <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Everyone just going absolutely mental. I'd go to, uh, as far as to say that that Sweden quarterfinal is probably one of the best days of my life. Wow. Come on then, let's talk about it. Croatia semi-final loss. Where were you, Stevie? I was at home. This one I've got too much to talk about. It was a great day. Um, It was your birthday, wasn't it? Yep, sarcastically a great day. 11th of July, it was a Wednesday, my birthday. Um, I thought this is a brilliant day. Perfect weather as well. We went to Thorpe Park. Had an amazing day at Fort Park. Um, yeah. Left early so that I could get back to watch the game. Oh, actually, you've said this on a podcast recently, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just still pissed off about it. And today's an even worse day to think about it. Why so did, it's all going we, well. Uh, why did we speak about this in a in a podcast before? Was it the restaurant one or something? Was it? Did you have a nice oh, meal yeah, that day? Yeah, probably was. And you oh, got maybe. The- oh no, well, Domino's. We talked about Domino's, so it might have been because yeah, I ordered uh, Domino's as we got home from Fort Park to watch with the game. And you got heat stroke, didn't you? Heat stroke died. We we're meant to go out that night. I decided to just go to bed, and then I was off work for a couple of days because I was that ill. So did did that mean you missed the game then? No, I sat and watched the game. I was just there, pouring sweat and feeling sad. And Sounds deflated. like you were sweaty for quite a lot of these England games. <laughs> how how does it compare the day where you were? Was the day where you were a bit sweaty and couldn't enjoy a game fully? Was that worse than the day when your parcel didn't turn up until a bit later? Like, <laughs> what, how does it how does it fall in the worst days of your life? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I'd say they're both in my top three. Right. <laughs> I I I was I remember going into the Croatia game like very pessimistic like i was like we are not going to be really Croatia. yeah like because a lot of my mates were like we'll do them we'll do them i was like i don't think we will and then i got pissed was watching it in the murderers it was half time dying for a piss but i couldn't get to the toilet so i left the murderers anyone will know that knows norwich will know the bell is just around the corner so i just mm. thought i'll pop into the bell so i went in the bell and uh, i was like pretty pissed at this point and i was walking past these two lads and they were like jack mate jack mate they were like oh like we're buzzing what do you think of the game and i went we're through we're through to the final lads see you in the final and i was so arrogant about it so cocky and then i got back and we'd lost 2-1 and that was uh, <laughs> that was it's just a story of story of England, story of England's life. But from football, we'll move on to um, celebrity deaths. What what is uh, <laughs> what is there no jingle for that? <laughs> no, I, I was trying to think of one on, on the spot. You but... could have done it like blankety blank. Uh, no, not going to do it. That's <laughs> what, what's the biggest celebrity death you recall? In your life, Robbie? Oh, I mean, that's a very weird question. Um, <laughs> Pr- Princess Diana was a big one. That got on the news. 
Yeah, I th- was that that was that got on the news? <laughs> yeah, that was a big big day, big day out. <laughs> yeah, was that was that um, what was that? Seven nineteen ninety seven was it? Maybe ninety seven, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was well, at uni at the time. It was in the summer holidays though, so I was at home. I was working wow. at Tesco's in, on, on my weekends and that. Yeah, I remember it being a bit it was a bit weird. Really, I predicted it sort of. Um, I can't remember if I've said this before. Well, in the, I was working at Tesco's. I remember in the canteen, and she was dating the Dodie Fired, and I found it really funny that his name was Do Die, and he was <laughs> going out with her. Right. So I remember saying, I remember like literally like three days beforehand, saying to some of the guys at work, um, "Isn't it weird that he's called like Do Die? Isn't it like if he if they both got killed?" Then it could be do the headline could be like Dodie does die and then they both die or something like that, <laughs> oh, and then like God. two days later they both die in this car crash. I go to work and they're going, "Mate, did you did you kill Princess Diana?" Because <laughs> you were definitely <laughs> talking about last week. It's going, no, no, I didn't. But, yeah, it's been a weird time. I, I don't remember it. I was I I, I was four. You'd be very young, wouldn't you? Yeah, I was four. I but I do have vague memories of um, going to my nan's house and my auntie being in tears, which. Uh, I pinned to that. I did. Did it? Um, not not to run the risk of being dis- distasteful here with this question, but did it really affect you much, Robbie, or was it just a bit like another? I, mean, I, I wasn't. I was, I was, it was. It was. I remember being. It was like quite a big thing, and I remember like in on the Isle of Sheppey, like people were putting flowers just anywhere. They were putting flowers around like the the clock tower on Sheppey, oh, wow. sort of thing like that. So it was like the whole country was sort of getting. Involved in it, I don't think it affected me. I wasn't, I wasn't like in tears or anything like that. But yeah, I, I remember it being sort of quite a massive, obviously a massive thing that happened, and then and yeah. the funeral being enormous, and Elton John singing. He sang his "Candle song in the Wind," again. didn't he? Yeah, he made a, wrote a new version for it as well. Yeah. Have Candle you have you had any deaths that have affected you celebrity wise, Robbie? I don't know. No, no, again, none that I've been like in tears by. There's people that I'm gutted that they died. I like, quite recently, the singer of Fountains of Wayne died. That was a band I really enjoyed and went to see quite a few times. He died of coronavirus. And oh, wow. So that was like, oh, that's, that's, that's a bit wow. gutting. I guess, I guess I'm uh, most, the, I mean, I think it, you'll get a bit later on where people of your sort of peer group start dying your sort of age group sort of died do you know what i mean it's yeah. a bit off hopefully most of the musicians when i was younger dying fountains yeah, of so wayne young. did stacy's mum didn't they they did but that's the worst example of a fans of wayne song yeah i don't really like stacy's mum as a song particularly but they did a lot of excellent songs um didn't realize mom. That. yeah what um, about you stevie is, is this, any celebrity death affected you i always thought that a celebrity death just couldn't affect me because I don't know the person until Robin Williams died. Yeah, that's one I've got down. That's what that, that one. I felt like a bit of my childhood died, and it was just mm. a little bit strange. I, yeah. I didn't cry or anything, but it just felt like like my childhood was literally Flubber, Mrs. Doubtfire, like those kind of films, and it was it was just like that had just gone out of nowhere. Jumanji, yeah, that... like all those classics. Proper sad, wasn't it? Proper sad. But like I... things like Michael Jackson didn't affect me at all. So it's, yeah, it's quite strange. No, I'd say Michael Jackson's the biggest celebrity death that I think I remember in my life. Um, that but... was huge, yeah. Yeah, massive. But uh, I think I've, I, I've got three that I think of. It's weird when how to sort of define what I mean by affected me. But the three celebrity deaths that kind of like, yeah, I guess affected me. Robbie uh, Robin Williams was up there. Mac Miller was one recently. That that one really was scary because I think he was a similar age to me. And uh, like Robbie said, with the um, what was it? Fountains of what was it? Robbie Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, Mac Miller was somebody that I listened to a lot. And like me and me and my friends used to go uh, play Sunday League football, and we used to have his albums on in the car so that was a bit strange just knowing that he's not around anymore and then I think the most recent one that was really hard to take was and Stevie you was the one who actually told me about it before I saw it on Twitter but Kobe Bryant's death yeah absolutely insane because of sort of like the gravitas of how massive he is as, as a sports icon like 
he's probably in the top three basketball players of all time, isn't he? Um, and, yeah. and, and, and to go in the manner that he did in such a tragic accident, it's like if somebody gets a, if somebody gets ill, there's a little bit of a run up to their death. So it doesn't really like hit you as, as, as hard when they go, but something like that, just, it makes you really appreciate just how precious sort of life is. And I, I traveled to America, I think, the day after actually and just it felt like the whole country was like mourning like everywhere you went people were had tributes to him and stuff like that so yeah absolutely mad um where were you when when you you read that that michael jackson had passed away i was um i was at home but i remember doing the same thing as i did with telling you about kobe Mm. um with some of my i think a sixth form it was either the end of I must was have been around that time. I think I was about 15, Mine, 16 when you would have been the same died. as me, wouldn't you? Same year as me. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember the day after I had my leavers assembly. Uh so year 11. Yeah. Yeah, so I yeah, I remember texting loads of friends straight away going, is this actually true? That's crazy. Mm. And then um I say loads of friends, probably about 3 people, but <laughs> um and and they were like, "Nah, you're joking." And I was like, fuck mm. me, like that's such a such a big thing. Mm. But obviously his his death's been a bit messed up since it happened as well. So it, there's it a lot was, around that. It, such a massive thing, wasn't it? Did you know the week before he died, um, Jackson's like solo albums uh, sold around 10,000 copies. Uh, and the week after he died, uh, they increased to 415,000. Mad. Wow. That's crazy. I was in Glastonbury. Was you? Yeah. Did they, did they make a, did they make a bit a big thing out of it at, at Glastonbury? I imagine they would have. I no, I can't remember. I remember it, the word spread quite quickly. I remember it, it was like it was the evening, wasn't it? The news broke, I think. Yeah. And then I remember I was going for a walk at like eight a.m. the next morning, and there were t-shirts on sale saying I was at Glastonbury when Michael Jackson died. Oh, I was like, that's only been about eight hours, mate. How'd you do that? Fuck. So that was <laughs> a bit weird. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, um, I was I was doing a bit of research on this, and uh, in the um, top seventy-five positions um, on the US Billboard, he Michael Jackson had twenty-five songs in the top seventy-five the week after he passed away. It's just it's just like wow. Michael Jackson fever pitch, wasn't it? Like just everyone was everyone was playing his tunes. Do you know how much his family's made since his death? Um, no, two billion dollars. That is crazy. It's nuts, isn't it? It's nuts. It was last thing I want to say on that before we move on is um, you you know him, Stevie. You know my my friend Wellham. Yeah, it's really weird, right? Because he's the kind of person that goes through like infatuations with people. So like, how somebody might be like a fan of like. I don't know, Beckham their whole life. He goes through like these like year stages where he just idolizes someone. And I remember at school, it, it was actually a bit weird and it creeped us out a little bit because he was, um, what, and, and you, you know how like there's this kind of like weird thing in, in life where people always kind of respect people more once they die. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, Wellham's like an exception to the rule here, but he was, um, he was a massive, massive Heath Ledger fan. Um, way before he passed away and then he passed away and then uh and then he became like an amy winehouse fan and we was like that's so strange that like uh when she passed away like he's been infatuated with two people that have died and then uh he started going through like michael jackson's back catalog and just like really like blasting that out all the time and watching sort of michael jackson documentaries and then he passed away i'm not sure what order that was in but that was a bit weird that's a bit like your prediction robbie with uh yeah Diana, I, went, but... I once went to a Q&A um, with a guy called John Landis, who's a film director who directed The Blues Brothers. And it was a, mm. it was a screening of The Blues Brothers and he was doing a Q&A afterwards. There's only about 30 people there. And it was amazing. It was one of the best things I've ever been to. Um, mm. And he directed the Thriller video. And he directed Black or White, I think, as well. Um, and he say so people were asking him about Michael Jackson. He was saying, like, he, he said he's, he's hung out with Michael Jackson and gone out on the town with Michael Jackson said he, he said it was like nothing he'd ever seen in his life. He said like, because he said he's been out with like, um, Steve Martin when he was like the biggest comedian in the world and all this. He says nothing came close. He said he would see people would see Michael Jackson in the faint in, in the street and just faint. 
What? Like just from seeing him, he he he, he, he said he said he saw both men and women come from seeing Michael Jackson. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like, I don't know how he knows. How it. do you That's see he, that? Yeah, yeah. But he said people just would just lose it. Like, like he said, just he said people just were just collapsing around the stage. Just like he said, it was. He said honestly, the only thing I could compare it to is like walking around with Christ. He said people were just collapsing <laughs> everywhere. It was mental. Absolutely. Wow. Mental. Wow. Crazy. What a life story that is. Yeah, absolutely. That is that is mad. Um, I've got some. I've I've got some bigger things that I want to go through, but I think we may may save this for a part two, just because I find it quite interesting. Um, all these kind of like moments in time. So if you if you guys want to want to stick around for a part two of this, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about things a lot. Uh, some of them are a lot more lighthearted. I mean, um, we've got the birth of Twitter and Facebook and the internet. Um, we'll probably go over um, Felix Bumpgardner's free fall jump as well, which was which was interesting, as well as some um, not-so-nice things like the London riots and the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so stick around for all that fun stuff. But before we finish, guys, today, what I want to do is I want to do a quick fire later or before, which is basically just higher or lower, reinvented. I'm going to give you um, a, a moment in, in, in recent history, and I want you guys to work together to tell me whether or not the uh, the the latter option was actually later or before. Does that make sense? Brilliant. Okay. Okay, cool. Now, first of all, um, we are going to go, we're going to start a bit somber. We're going to start with Amy Winehouse's tragic passing. That was in July 2011. Yeah. What worked together to, to tell me whether or not you think Ronaldo getting Wayne Rooney sent off was earlier or later than July 2011? It was earlier, I would say. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, it's got to be. Amy Winehouse died during my first FIFA tournament. I remember that. that was oh like wow! I remember when when that was. Um wow. And and yeah, so that was that, that was weird. Um, the Ronaldo Rooney thing was 2006, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's much earlier. Yeah, so because... you going earlier, yeah. Yeah, yeah way earlier. earlier. Yeah, correct. You you pass. Uh, what about the Honestly. release? of the dark night in the uk was it earlier or later than july 2006 oh i have 2008 in my mind for that film and i don't know why i've never seen it so it's I'll, you've I'll never seen the, dark night. seen the dark night nah. <laughs> wow. i saw my first marvel film the other week i saw iron man oh marvel films are shit don't bother with them all right <laughs> I, I, I have I have 2008 in my mind for Dark Knight, and I think it's because it came out the same year as Iron Man, which was also 2008. So I'm going to stick with that. Stevie, you've got every date bang on so far. It's 2008, Ooh. July 2008. What about Kate and William's wedding? Later or before? Later. I feel Later? like that was more recent. Go on, uh, have, a, have, a, have a stab at the year, Stevie. You seem to be getting them all right. Uh, um... I'll go 2011. Oh, 2011. Oh, he's got it. He's absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Kate and yeah. William's wedding was April 2011. It was, it was around the time well. my daughter was born. Oh, lovely. I was um, I was daily vlogging at the time, uh, and I daily vlogged what, that. You vlogged the wedding? No, well, I, well, this is the thing. I did a, a video about it, but it was just me watching it at home on the news. Uh, well, that must have been a good watch. <laughs> Oh, I like it every now and then I get a weird like thing just a random Jack Mate vlog video pop up in my recommended things on YouTube <laughs> I always watch them it's always like a random weird thing like that. <laughs> I, I got the other day I got you and ITV News or something talking about being a YouTuber popped up <laughs> fucking hell don't, don't bother with them Robbie honestly uh, oh, Andy Murray's first Wimbledon win was it before April 2011 or after oh I feel like that was after. I that think was, it was after as well. Because yeah. he won two, didn't he? But one was only a couple of uh, like three or four years ago. You going it after? Must have been. It was the year after Euros. I, I think love it was. I think it might even have been that summer. Him, I guess. I think it no, might I even have been that I summer. I think it was. I think it was shortly after. I think it was a year after. When were the Euros? Twenty twelve. So I'd go twenty thirteen Wimbledon. You're, you're bang on again. Oh, you're I love bang Alice. on again. It is July t- 2013. Stevie, if you get every year of this, I'm going to just, it's going to be one of the best days of my life. I know it's one of the I worst days for you. I won't but, now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming better. This is, this is a good time. 
I can tell you now the the, the next step here is is the um the the least amount of time between them. So this is going to be difficult. Um, okay. there's, a, there's actually <laughs> there's actually two months in this. Um, okay. What, did, Alex Ferguson retires. You surely will be able to work this one out, though. Well, it's got to be after, because Wimbledon's... Oh, it's the end of the season. Fuck, no, that would have been more May. It's got to be before. Yeah, so it was the end of the season. Yeah, time, before. It? It'll yeah. be a couple of months before. Yeah, there we go. You you, you, you used your logic there. Uh, it was it was May 2013. Um, Oasis's last gig, was it... Oh, this one, I wouldn't have a clue Before on. or after... May twenty thirteen. Was it at the Roundhouse? Do you know? Do you know I'm not was? too sure. I'm not too sure. But Robbie, I feel like you you, you could be the yeah, saviour here. I think for I this might. Question. I think I might have. I don't know what it was. I think it might have been. I might have been there if it was the Roundhouse gig. I think um, that it would have been. That would have been before because that would have been around two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. I'd say. Yeah, I, I was going to say. I think it was around when I was in sick form because I had a mate who loved them and I just didn't care that they'd broken up. It was actually at, at, at V Festival. That's where it was. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Robbie, you're going before. You go in 2009. The before, last gig yeah, yeah. was August 22nd, 2009. So you've got two there more to go and you've completed the game. Um, Robin Williams, we, we spoke about his, his tragic passing, but was it before or after 2009? I think oh, we after. know it was after. Yeah. That was 2014. 2014, bang on. And then the last one to get 10 out of 10. I think it was 10 or 9. Uh, Leicester, <laughs> win- <laughs> Leicester winning the league. Oh, that was, was that four seasons ago now? Hell, that was, that was 2015, 2016 season. Yeah, four years. You bang on, sirs. Give yourself a round of applause. You smashed it. <laughs> it wasn't the hardest oh, quiz in the world. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make a a, a harder one for part make two. Make them tighter next time. Yeah. Yeah. Right there we go. That was um, the first episode of Where Were You When? Which, uh, if you remember the jingle, it goes a little bit like this: Whether on your own or chilling with a friend, I want to know where were you when? Where, where were you, you when? when? <laughs> <laughs> the delay is unbearable uh, this has been jack makes happy hour podcast with uh my two brilliant co-hosts stevie white 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 and robbie knox 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 we will see you in a few days for part two and remember feel free to think along at home say say bye guys <laughs> bye, bye. jack makes happy hour <laughs>